You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and we're broadcasting here in the heart of the Upper Midwest, sharing God's love and light and the goodness and hope that Jesus brings us each day. We're so grateful to be surrounded by so many faithful listeners here at Real Presence Radio. We're grateful for your listening and your support here on Real Presence Live. I'm grateful to be joined this morning by a member of the community who seeks to help those who are in need, particularly those who have been affected by any crisis or illness or a situation that disrupts their life. And uh, this morning we're joined by Dad, Dan Erdman, who is the uh, director and founder of Farm Rescue, uh, located in the heart of North Dakota there. Dan, welcome to Real Presence Live. Hey, thanks for having me, Father Tim. I should mention, too, I'm not, not the founder. Uh, that's Bill Gross, but I'm, I'm lucky to serve as the uh, program manager for Farm Rescue. So it's just an honor to be here talking with you. Well, thank you, Dan. And, and again, I remember reading uh, just a little bit of the early foundation uh, of Farm Rescue, and so I'm, I'm really grateful that you're on with us today. Uh, I myself uh, am a delegate for Catholic Rural Life uh, here in, in my own region here in South Dakota. And so uh, one thing we always like to celebrate is the Real Presence Radio Listening Family. Uh, really, our, our radio network covers a lot of rural America. And so farmers, ranchers, uh, people who come from a farming or ranching background, uh, that's a lot of our listenership uh, right here, whether in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota. And so we want to provide support and encouragement to families who are in need. And and I think most people know of a farm crisis situation that's happened. I know in my own uh, experience being raised in southwest Minnesota, uh, having seen firsthand uh, the challenges and the hardships that can afflict uh, farm families. So uh, just tell us how you became involved in Farm Rescue and really what's the core of the mission of the work that you do at Farm Rescue? Sure, you bet. Um, so again, yeah, my name is Dan Erdman, and uh, and I'm program manager for Farm Rescue. I have uh, had that honor of serving in that role for about a year and a half, but I've actually been with the organization for almost five years now. Uh, my background is actually in video production and marketing, which I, I still get to do a lot of with Farm Rescue, thankfully. But um, I grew up in a again, like a lot of people, I grew up in a very small town uh, in central North Dakota, where my mom was a math teacher uh, and church organist. And my dad was a farmer. So, you know, we all helped on the farm and, until about my freshman year of high school when, when dad decided it was time to hang things up. Um, I think like a lot of farmers, he'd, he'd survived a lot of tough years and uh, had already taken on another full-time job outside of farming. So uh, it's really taken a toll on him trying to juggle both of those things. Um, and I have to say, you know, our farm auction is something that, that always kind of stuck with me because I know how hard it was for him to watch everything you know, he'd worked for over the years and, and helped to build, uh, sold off. Mm-hmm. And so that memory always kind of stuck with me, and, and it's the reason Farm Rescue really struck a chord when I first heard about it. Um, you know, I went on to college uh, to major in broadcast production, um, and I started my career at a local, you know, local news agency um, as a reporter and anchor, and, and one of my coworkers at the station had covered some of the very first assistance cases that Farm Rescue ever did back in 2006. Uh, so that's when I first, you know, kind of learned about their efforts to help farm families in crisis. 
Um, after that, you know, I worked for an advertising agency for several years before I got a call from that same coworker who, who was now serving on the board of directors for Farm Rescue. Um, he told me about a new position that they were adding to to help with some of their marketing and video needs at the time, and, and I jumped at that opportunity because I, I believe so wholeheartedly in, in the mission of Farm Rescue. And again, that's to provide help to farm families, uh, to farm and ranch families that are going through a major injury, illness, or natural disaster. And we do that by coordinating the necessary equipment and, and volunteers to come in to plant, you know, make hay, harvest, feed livestock, and just kind of get them through that hopefully short-term uh, hang-up and, and get them back to doing what they love to do. You know, one of the things that really comes to mind in my imagination, Dan, is a couple years ago um, when there was an, a lot of really, we had a really wet spring. There was a lot of flooding in the area of northeast uh, Nebraska. And I remember seeing all the trucks of different mm-hmm. farms, uh, farmers coming together and just bringing uh, trailers full of round bales to feed livestock for other people who farmed and ranched like they did, but complete strangers. And so they were willing to take the time, offer uh, the expense as an offering of a gesture of charity, uh, and to make that travel. And, and all the work that goes into not only even uh, parting with the, that, that feed, but also uh, transporting mm-hmm. it and providing it so that they could help someone else um, because if that situation had happened to them, they would want someone to, to provide that assistance to them and that, and that need. I remember even be, becoming emotional just seeing the news coverage of that, of that operation and to see how farmers are able to help one another, even in, in areas that are across state boundaries and, and things like that. And that's really what Farm Rescue does. They, they work together, they coordinate with local volunteers, but also people from around the country um, to really provide resources, just as I mentioned um, in that haying example, but there are so many different areas. You know, why do you, there are many relief organizations. You know, we know about the Red Cross. Right now there's a big relief uh, organization to support those who have been affected by those tornadoes in the central mm-hmm. part of the United States. And, of course, we want to pray and also provide support and relief to those people. That's a great opportunity for our listeners to support someone this holiday season if they think who's in need certainly all those people affected by that natural disaster. And I'm sure many of them are farmers and ranchers as well as city dwellers as well. Um, why do you, what do you think it makes it different for the needs of a farmer or a rancher? Why are their needs different than just what those other charitable organizations can provide? Sure. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, just their daily obligations are, are pretty specialized, you know, meaning not just anyone can, can fill in or step into their shoes when, they're unable to carry out that, you know, their necessary work. Um, and, and especially in family operations, you know, everyone plays such an important role. So when, you know, one of those people goes down with an injury or illness, it puts a lot more strain on the other family members to complete that work. If, you know, if there are other family members available to do that. So, you know, Farm Rescue's here to, to help relieve some of that stress um, just by bringing in, again, the necessary equipment and volunteers to, to help carry them through a particular season and allow them to recover and hopefully be ready for the next season. Um, you know, our volunteers are very knowledgeable and well-trained. Uh, and I know that, you know, they like to treat each farm as if it were their own. So, you know, while also trying to do things the way that each farmer wants them done. 
Um, uh, as you know, farmers and ranchers are very proud people, so it's not always easy to ask for help. Um, but once our crew arrives and, and they see the quality of work being done, it makes it a little easier to accept, you know, a short-term hand up. We like to say it's not a handout, uh, providing a hand up to them and, and allow them to focus on their recovery. So, um, yeah, there's just a, a lot more, I think, that goes into the ins and outs of farming, and, and it's hard to just have anyone step in there and help out. So that's, that's kind of where our specialized services come in. That's a great point, Dan, uh, just how you know an individual family member could have a particular injury and how much that changes the whole dynamic of a particular family's workflow that they have to do, whether it's planting time, harvesting time, um, whether it's just a matter of working cattle. Um, those are things that each individual family member plays a role. And so uh, the, what's helpful about you at Farm Rescue is you understand that. Um, I can think of, in my own pastoral work with members of my parishes, I know that there are individuals who will postpone surgeries, postpone uh, replacements, um, or even uh, treatments for uh, certain chronic illnesses or perhaps even cancer just for the sake of, well, that'll have to wait until after harvest is done. Or maybe there's a window of opportunity between wheat harvest and soybean harvest before so I can get that hip replacement or, or something like that, not even taking into account the necessary need for rest, for physical therapy. And so we want to encourage people to use the help that's offered. And, uh, um, of course, as you mentioned, uh, take that hand up, and, and there are resources that can help people there. Um, you know, how does Farm Rescue connect individual families with your network of service and help? Because tell, tell our listeners what you guys have uh, offer, what you've built, and then how that can help them in their own particular experience. Sure. So, you know, Farm Rescue's assistance services, again, whether it be planting, haying, harvest, or livestock feeding, they're all offered through an application process. So if, if a farm family is experiencing a major injury, illness, or natural disaster, um, they can give us a call or submit an application through our website, and it's farmrescue.org. Um, we try to make it a pretty painless process, and there's uh, you know just a simple review from our board of directors before uh, granting any approvals. Um, obviously, in farming, there's a lot of time-sensitive requests, so that review period is usually pretty fast. Mm. Um, and you know, as I mentioned before, there's there's a lot of pride that goes along with farming and ranching, so uh, there can be some hesitation to reach out to our organization. Um, and because of that, we rely very heavily on referrals, for, you know, from spouses, family members, friends, neighbors, community members, um, just people who recognize when a family is going through a tough time, um, and they can reach out to us in hopes of getting some help for those folks. And, um, you know, we can reach out to that family and explain that, you know, others in the community have, have shared some of the hardship that they're facing, and, and we want to see how we might best support them. So, um Many are open to accepting that help, uh, especially when the referral comes from someone that they know. And, you know, once they're approved, uh, we coordinate on the, the specific type of work that's needed to determine a start date and, and get the necessary volunteers and equipment to their farm. So um, it's, it's a pretty painless process. But like I said, not always easy for those farmers to ask for help. And, and that's why we appreciate so much other people looking out for them in their community that, that recognize when the need is there. And that's a great reason why we want to have you on this morning, Dan, is just sharing that good news of, uh, of helping other people uh, be connected to the kindness and generosity of others. Uh, we, 
this last week in our scripture readings, uh, we had a reading from St. Paul, and he talks about your kindness should be made known to all. And so our vision here is just to connect people with that, that kindness and that opportunity for that hand up that Farm Rescue can offer any of our listeners. And what, and you cover the area that we serve here in the Upper Midwest. And so um, we're going to take a short break, Dan. We'll be back with Dan Erdman from Farm Rescue right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. For a while, I'd listening to the radio, and when I'd go into work, it'd, it'd be like, okay, what are they going to say about the Yankees today? <laughs> so, and I got tired of it, and then I switched it to Real Presence Radio, to, to Catholic Radio, I call it. I got sick and tired of all the all the same old, same old that I yeah, would hear, right. and, that, and that you're going to hear. And then I said, well, well, Scott, you know, listen to something that's going to do something for your faith. And so I did. And uh, quite frankly, anytime you break a habit and start a new one, you have to force yourself to do it. But what made it so very easy was the fact that what I was listening to initially was something that involved prayer. I love the programs on Real Presence Radio. I especially enjoy Mother Angelica, Dr. Ray, and Catholic Answers Live. Listening to these programs has given me a deeper understanding and appreciation of our Catholic faith. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and my guest this morning is Dan Erdman from Farm Rescue. Farm Rescue provides planting, haying, harvesting, livestock feeding assistance to farm and ranch families that have experienced any major injuries, illnesses, or disasters. And so, Dan, we're grateful for the work that you do right here in our own listening area uh, to connect families in need. Um, you're, you're based out of the North Dakota area, but you, your work actually does cover all our Real Presence radio area. Um, you know, how far does your network expand to, Dan? What, what areas do you, do you serve here in the United States? Well, as you mentioned, you know, things kind of got going here in, in North Dakota, and that was back in 2006 was our, our very first assistance case. Um, and it was just planting back then. But since uh, since that time, you know, services have grown. And uh, so now we're up to, you know, 
providing haying, harvest, and livestock feeding assistance on top of planting. Um, and we cover a seven-state area. So, again, it's North and South Dakota, Montana, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, and then most recently Kansas. So uh, a lot more families we're, we're trying to support, but thankfully uh, a lot more help to do it with uh, more and more volunteers signing up. Well, that's great. And again, uh, our Real Presence Radio Network touches all those areas. And so, uh, again, encouraging our listeners, if you know someone that faces a crisis or mark this uh, in your in your memory bank, if you experience someone in the future, know that specialized uh, help and assistance is available, and it's through Farm Rescue. Uh, Dan, the volunteers that you get, they come from all over. Are there people from that now live in a city, do they participate in Farm Rescue and some of its operations? Absolutely. Um, you know, we we have a very large and, and very diverse family of volunteers that, you know, that we say serve as our boots on the ground. Um, at last count, I think we have around 1,000 volunteers that are signed up to, you know, support our efforts. Um, and, and they come from 49 different states, I think, uh, was was the last determination and I believe the only state that we're, we're missing is Delaware. So if you got any connections in, in Delaware, uh, Father Tim, you let us know. We'll get them signed up. But, um, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of, of sharing some of the stories of assistance, you know, behind the lens of the camera. Um, but along with those farm families, our volunteers have some incredible stories of their own to tell. Um, they come from all walks of life. Uh, as you might expect, we have a few current and retired farmers. But, you know, we also have pilots, we have pastors, law enforcement officers, military veterans, and uh, believe it or not, we even have a rocket scientist that makes his way uh, from Alabama every spring to support our planting assistance efforts. Um, You know, so we have a lot of amazing people carrying out this mission, um, and, and they're all bonded by that same desire to, you know, simply help a neighbor in need. That's a, it's really awesome, and, and, for those in our in our rural areas, know you can take, uh, you know the the farmer, you know to the city, but you can't take the 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 farmer, uh, or take the city or take the farmer out of the city guy. You know he's always going to be have mm-hmm. that desire to uh, be out there working the land, whether it's planting or harvesting. I remember when I was in the seminary and and I was in Minneapolis Saint Paul and and some of my brother seminarians who who grew up farming and, and harvesting, uh, so there was a group of guys, they would get in their car, they would drive outside of the metropolitan area and just go out to a place where there was harvesting and just watch <laughs> combining happening because they just needed it to see it, you know, to, for it to really be in October, you know, for their, for their experience because there's a real desire to be there and experience uh, just the beauty of, of a harvest and of course in our own faith. Uh, the Lord Jesus himself spoke about uh, being the, the master of the harvest, you know, and, and, uh, and working the land and, and talking about storing up grain. And, and uh, of course, he's the good shepherd. He takes care of his sheep. And so there's all these great connections um, to rural agricultural uh, life and also love and also being charitable with one another and sharing uh, help. Now, do, for those listening, does it cost any family uh, anything to have received assistance from Farm Rescue, or do they get a big tax bill? Or you know, those are the kinds of questions uh, people who are you know in a farm economy are always kind of crunching the numbers. Sure. Um, what's that like for our uh, listeners who may receive assistance? You know, on the financial end of things. 
You bet. And that's the best part about Farm Rescue Assistance Services. There's no cost uh, involved in receiving those. Our assistance services are free of charge. Uh, again, as long as they qualify by, you know, having experienced an injury, illness, uh, or natural disaster. Um, our services are funded through individual donations, business sponsorships, and grants. Um, so it's it's really great to, to have so many people kind of in our corner who who believe in what we're doing and believe in this mission and, and want to make it as, as painless as possible for, for those families receiving help because it all goes back to how hard it is to, to reach out and, and how tough times are already in, an, in a normal farming operation. So we don't want to add to that burden. Um, you know, I, I know it's, it's hard to believe in this day and age, but, uh, you know, we really have no ulterior motive in our work. It's, uh, our work is really based, again, on the parable of the Good Samaritan and, and we're neighbors helping neighbors. It's just that our neighbors come from a little bit further up the road. And as a as a pastor in, in my own life and ministry, I can you know share with you too, Dan and, and listeners that you know people who, when they were young, for example, when they benefited from charitable support, maybe their family had gone on hard times, and 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 someone provided them with certain resources, whether it was meals during a very difficult situation or or they received outside assistance, those people are filled with gratitude. And so later on in life, when they become uh, able to return the favor and to pay it forward and to give, they want to uh, provide resources so that they remember the time in their life, maybe even when they were a child, or maybe, um, like you yourself, Dan, mentioned their own family farm action or, or something that really strikes a chord that's what motivates the generosity, the hospitality, the self-sacrifice of other people is that they have in gratitude received so much, so they want to give back to other people in need. And so, uh, again, as you mentioned, sometimes people can be suspicious. What's, what's the motive here? You know, there's got to be some mm-hmm. strings attached. Uh, uh, what's the angle that people are working? And really, it's just good, old-fashioned, uh, true Good Samaritan, you know, living that hospital hospitality and generosity and charity in daily living. And, and that goes from paying it forward, uh, giving to those who go without. And many people who have received uh, the being benefactors in their own life, they have gone on to become very successful. And so they're able to be very generous with their time, with their talent and their resources to support organizations like Farm Rescue so that other people are going to have that same opportunity so that they too can become successful later in life. Dan, for our listeners who have heard about Farm Rescue, perhaps they're skilled, they, they know how to run machinery, or they also have some opportunity. How can they get involved? Or if they want to pay it forward, how can they participate in Farm Rescue's ministry? Well, you know, like I'd like any nonprofit, again, one of our greatest resources is funding because it helps us do what we do. It's coordinating those volunteers and coordinating that equipment and, and getting it where it needs to be to a farm family uh, going through a major injury, illness, or natural disaster. So, uh, again, you can, you can serve Farm Rescue, become a farm rescuer, we like to say, uh, just by visiting our website. You can make a donation there. I know it's that time of year. There's a lot of end-of-year giving opportunities that people are looking for. Um, so we would we would be very uh, gracious and, and humbled by by anything you would like to contribute to to our mission. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know it's it's referring some of those families who are maybe hesitant to reach out for help themselves. Uh, everything you need to know about Farm Rescue is right on our website, farmrescue.org. Uh, 
Uh, again, you can donate. You can refer a family for assistance. You can sign up yourself to become a volunteer. Uh, and again, you don't necessarily need that background in agriculture uh, to jump on board with this. Uh, or just simply share our mission. You know, it's it's sometimes difficult to get the word out, especially in some of those those areas we haven't been in as long, uh, some of those southern states. Um, so whether it be through social media or word of mouth, uh, we appreciate any help in just spreading word of our mission. Yeah, that's, it's such an important thing about those personal references or, or referrals, like you mentioned, about uh, really being able to let someone know this help is available for you. And, of course, everybody has something to offer. Um, and I, the Farm Rescue is an organization that uh, I have even pointed it out to uh, my own altar servers at church. I, 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 those, those boys know how to uh, drive a tractor. They know how to, how to pull a grain cart. And I say, boys, when you become men, I want you to use your talents and your gifts, and you can use them at the service of other people, whether it's a neighbor and it's not even through Farm Rescue, but you see someone in need, whether it's helping someone who's having a breakdown or, or they're going through a family crisis, be the man, be the woman that stands up and says, I will help, I will serve, and you can be that good Samaritan to a person whom you may not know very well, you may not even necessarily have the same worldview as them, but you can be a sign of hope and goodness to them. So we're so grateful. Uh, Dan, lastly, where can people learn about uh, Farm Rescue? Where can they get connected to the work that you guys do? Again, it's all, all available through our website, uh, farmrescue.org. Uh, if you have any questions, we'd love to talk to you, too. Feel free to give our office a call. The number is 701-252-2017. Uh, again, happy to answer any questions you might have. That's great. Dan, thanks again for being with us on Real Presence Live. And again, thanks for the work you do for Farm Rescue for Families in Crisis. Uh, We're going to continue to pray for all those and anyone who's experiencing a crisis or an emergency at this time, particularly during the season of Christmas. Dan, thanks for being with us this morning. Hey, thanks for having me, Father Tim. You're welcome. And up next on Real Presence Live, we're going to talk about those preparing for marriage. This is a great time of year for people to get engaged and what's the next step right here on Real Presence Live. We'll be back with more on that.